Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Coming up later in the show, we have an all-union wrestling team, but first, today's top stories. International students at Iowa-Western University are facing uncertainties after the school announced plans to close at the end of May. Many of them are worried about the impact on their visas and their lives in the United States. The university's international student program serves over 100 students from more than 30 countries. Students expressed concerns about the transfer of credits, the validity of their visas, and the closure's impact on their scholarships. The school plans to help international students access teach-out agreements that will enable them to complete their degrees at their other, at other schools for similar prices. The list of schools include William Penn University, Upper Iowa University, University of Dubuque, and Culver Stockton College. Iowa Wesson Provost and leader in the international program, Dwayne Fraser, assured students that they would receive a strong level of support. Fraser said that the school would explain all rules and regulations related to transferring immigration records and scholarship programs. Fraser added that he understands the anxiety and stress levels international students are experiencing and would do everything in his power to help them. On Saturday, March 25th, at approximately 3.45 a.m., the Washington Police Department was notified that a male subject had entered a residence in Washington, pointed a gun, and threatened an occupant of the home. The occupants of the home identified the suspect as Colby Miller, age 22, of Washington, Miller had left the scene prior to officer's arrival. He was eventually located by police at approximately 11 p.m. on Saturday and after an interview was arrested and transported to the Washington County Jail. Miller is charged with burglary first degree, going armed with intent in possession of a firearm by a felon. A class, a class B felony may be punishable, punishable by up to 25 years in prison, and a class D felony may be punishable by up to five years in prison and a fine of at least $1,025, but not more than $10,250. Miller is being held in the Washington County Bail jail on $25,000 cash-only bond. County officials said an, an issue with their non-emergency phone lines was resolved by Thursday afternoon. The problem had left county offices on backup business lines since early in the weekend, although emergency communications were unaffected. Windstream Representative Scott Morris of the cause was hard to pin down as teams worked to repair the line Tuesday. As with previous years, drivers will need to exercise caution at the intersection of Marion and West Washington Street in Mount Pleasant. Effective Tuesday, April 4th, the currently flashing light located near the Aquatic Center will make the annual return to a stoplight. According to city staff, changing the function of the light regularly happens as the city prepares for warmer weather, which will bring Aquatic Center traffic to the intersection. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. 
We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their healthcare decisions while maintaining quality of life. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again and I'm going to do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have your five-day forecast coming up, first obituaries. Marlene K. Carpenter of Rubio passed away on March 29th at the age of 75. No services are planned. Gold Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. That was obituaries. It is now time for your five-day forecast. Today, the high is 74, and we're going to experience high winds and thunderstorms throughout the evening. There's a chance of hail and even tornadoes, so caution is advised. Tomorrow, it will remain windy and temperatures will fall to 49 degrees. On Sunday, temperatures will rise back up to 67 and it will be mostly sunny. We will start our work week with some morning showers and a high of 63. Finally, on Tuesday, it will be 75 and there's a 44% chance of scattered thunderstorms. We're going to take another quick break and when we come back, we'll take a look at sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, and Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Sports. Brought to you by Fairway. It was another big year for Union Area Wrestling that saw over 30 wrestlers make the, this year's state tournament. That means it's another stacked all-Union wrestling list full of some of the top competitors by class in the state. Leading the way on this year's list is New London. The Tigers continue to show why they're one of the Southeast Iowa's best with four total selections on the list, including captain and head coach. From the big schools, Aaron Boone, a sophomore from Washington at 120 pounds, Boone found himself in a stacked bracket at the state tournament, holding a 10 seed, but would finish six on the podium. For the full list, you can go to the southeastiowaunion.com. It certainly wasn't easy for the Iowa Wesleyan baseball team on Wednesday, but the Tigers had just enough spark in the bats to put, pull out a pair of wins. 
The Tigers scored a walk-off 5-4 winner in Game 1 over visiting Hannibal LaGrange University, and one game later, they stormed back from five runs down to win 8-7. In the first game, Carlos Vicenta was 1-for-3 with a home run and two RBIs in the game for Al Wesson. Colvin had two RBIs, and Bonner finished the game a perfect 2-for-2. Two two. Connor Deutsch was 1-for-3 with a triple and a run scored. In the second game, Vicente went 2-for-5 with two RBIs in the win. Marufo went 1-for-4 with two RBIs. Bonner had another 2-for-2 two two performance, and Guzman went 2-for-4 with an RBI and two runs scored. That was the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Stephens. This has been your news break, and I will see you next time.